0: Once you see what you actually are, that you're an infinite, limitless being, you'll see that nothing exists outside of you. I'm your host, Derek Grant, and this is The Pathway to Your Results Podcast. I'd love to welcome you back to the Pathway to Your Results podcast. I am your host, Derek Grant. Thank you for joining me yet again. I tell you what, I I enjoy this time that we get to spend together. Um, While I may not know where you are and you may not know where I am, the fact that our paths have crossed here in space and time is nothing short of a miracle. And I thank you for joining me. I thank you for uh, taking the time to even listen to this. You know, My intention when I first started this was that I was going to be able to help two, three, four people, and you know I get to see the statistics of who downloads what and what country and where everyone's from, and I'm just grateful. I really am thankful that I have the opportunity that you have given me the opportunity to even be able to to lend me your ears, So thank you for this. Um, today's episode is it's really we've we've touched on it before, but like. I'm gonna go dive a little deeper. Like I've been saying in season three, we're gonna dive a little deeper than normal. Um, at some point we're gonna come back up for air and I'll bring it back up to the surface because I don't wanna I don't wanna overwhelm you, but today today's episode is is about the importance of your heart. And obviously we know how important our heart is on a physical level and what it does for us and actually living and circulating blood all through our, our body, but even on a metaphysical level, right? The unseen, the spiritual plane, how important your heart is and you creating your life and why we have a heart and what it's actually used for on the spiritual plane because this is what people don't realize you're it was you know i've talked about we live on the spiritual mental physical plane each thing corresponds to the other on the plane above and the plane below so that my whole point of this is is the law of polarity they're all connected everything's connected to each other so today we're going to break down what the heart is and how it works and and, and how you can actually use it now to create your life. So, um, I, I'd like to also to take time to give my condolences to the family um, of that of that elementary school down in Texas that was just. You know, I, I was talking to somebody about it the other day, and, and when you realize, I, I try to look at things from a universal perspective of seeing things for not just right there at that moment of that dualistic, egoic, centralized specific focus but zooming out and being able to see everything for the larger scheme and you know it's unfortunate we look at whole you know george floyd i think we we're on the two year anniversary when that happened we look at what happened with george floyd what came from that the awareness that people have now right because everyone witnessed what went on how many things have gone into change how many things whether it's laws or it's um, um rights or whatever it is how many things and we still have some work to do but how many things have changed because of What happened with George Floyd So I say that While it's unfortunate it's children And it's fortunate it happened the way it did Understand that We've talked about this The negative will always come before the positive The dip down will always come before the jump up Right so I'm a firm believer that even in this situation No matter how horrific it may be The universe will conspire To see that this works out For the greater good of humanity It may not be in our lifetime It may be you know 50, 60 years down the road, but I just wanted to, to take time to to give condolences to those families. And that, and that's, you know, honestly, too, for me personally, that's what, en- that's what enables me to be able to carry on through life when you look at all that's going on in the world. It's just, I understand that, you know what, this isn't, it isn't just now. There's things that come from it. There will be things that come from it, but you cannot see it when you're in the moment because the ego wants you to attach to something. So that way it can stay in a state of suffering. So, um, I just want to touch on that real quick but so let's talk about the heart let's talk about the heart and the importance of heart brain harmony I, I'll get to the brain but let's import let, let's just talk about the heart and how important it is first we've got to understand that nature nature will only give us what's needed right so everything that you have is for a reason you don't have anything that's for waste ever like nothing in this world like a bird has wings for a reason um, an elephant has a trunk for a reason. You have all of these capabilities. You have all of this potential for a reason. There's a reason why you have all these things. It is so you can tap into what you all, sorry, so you can tap into all that you actually are. What people don't realize is we are multi dimensional beings. We are multi dimensional beings, meaning you reside on multiple dimensions. See, the issue is as though you thought that you were a physical being. You're not a physical being. You were actually more of a psychological being. The physical was just the manifestation of the emotions and the thoughts. We have touched on that before. But realizing and understanding that your mind had to have come first, but before the mind, there would have had to have been a thinker. You were not your thoughts. You were the thinker. You were what we would call consciousness, what we would call spirit. That part is multidimensional. You see this when you go to bed at night. When your physical body turns off and you have no Uh, Well, some of us do through lucid dreaming, but you have no conscious control over your mind. You still, like, you have these wild dreams, right? We call them dreams, but these wild experiences in another dimension. So last night, I just had a dream that I I was driving up this super steep hill, super steep hill, and there was these bulls, like, it was almost like running of the bulls, but these bulls were running up this huge hill. I'm talking about like a mountainside, like the Himalayas. And they're running up this hill. And I'm I'm driving kind of like a like a jeep or something. And I'm just airborne flying, like going up a hill, but I'm airborne, if you can imagine that, like going through the hills of San Francisco and like getting air. And I woke up this morning, I'm like, man, what is that? What was that about? And I but I remember the emotion that I felt in the dream. Like, I'm steady climbing, I'm I'm working, I'm getting there. Like, and these bulls were like, I guess the personification of like what it would take to be able, because they were just, they were climbing up that mountain. They had no problems, no problems getting up the mountain. But my Jeep was like almost kind of struggling, but then I'd get up the top and I'd get air and then be another climb. My point of this is that dream was so real, quote unquote real, that like I, I, I experienced it. I know, I know I, you may not have experienced it, but I know I experienced it. This was a whole nother dimension from this physical plane that I'm on. So when I tell you that you are a multidimensional being, you do this all throughout the day through your waking state. How many times have you ever been driving down the road? Have you been like me? You've been on a long road trip and you're driving down the road and then before you know it, like you've passed a sign or passed an exit, but you don't remember ever passing. You're like, what the way? Where was I? It's almost like I wasn't even there. Consciousness can dip in and out of dimensions and you do this thousands of times throughout the day, most likely. This is why when you know, you look at a picture and like, man, I don't even really remember that. You are on a completely different timeline. And I'm not going to get into it on this episode, but you understand that every version of you already exists on the quantum realm. On the quantum realm where your being resides, every version of you already exists. It already exists. On the physical plane, though, we think like, oh, this is it. This is one body and that's no. You are a multidimensional being that resides in every possible situation, every possible scenario, every possible reality. So that's important for the foundation for us to understand in the power of our heart when we, cu- when we couple it with the brain. So back in 1981, um, scientists have figured out and they learned that there's over 40,000 specialized cells called sensory neurites. They're, they're kind of like the cells in our brains, neurons, that also live in the heart. Okay, And here's, here's why this is important. You have neurons in your brain that essentially think of it like this: they are circuit boards for your your, your actions throughout the day. So your brain creates neuron, has neurons, these, these cells, these memory cells, and then it creates neural pathways. These neural pathways are what lead you, are, are, are like thoughts. So basically, like when you get dressed in the morning, you put your pants on the same way every single day. Every single day. You probably brush your teeth the same exact way. When you wash your body, you wash your body usually the same way. You don't even realize that you're doing it because these neurons, which is of the you know cells that store memory, and then your neural pathways, which are basically the roads that you take, are just, they're so imprinted down in your think of it, in your brain. Think of it like this: when you're walking through a field and you mat down the grass, if you walk through once, you can see where you stepped, right? A little bit. But if you keep walking on those same footprints over and over and over and over and over again, you're gonna be able to tell three months. Later, who was walking there? You'll be able to see what size foot it was because it mats down the grass so much. Your thoughts and your neural pathways are the same thing in your brain. Here's what scientists realized in 1981. They realized that these 40,000 specialized cells that we call sensory neurites also exist inside of your heart. But this is where it gets crazy. They realize that these cells inside of your heart, these neurons inside of your heart, they learn independently, they think independently, and they feel independently of the brain. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and let that marinate for you for a little bit here so you can. Let me, let me, let me just take a step back real quick. Because if, if you're like me, it went over your head first time. So, you mean to tell me I have these same things that are responsible for my everyday actions? The same cells, the same mechanism. I have the same thing in my heart. I have the same exact thing in my heart, but yet they're not connected to my brain. So meaning, they're in, they, they're they're a completely different entity. They think and learn and feel independent of the brain. Here's why this is huge. Here's why this is huge. I'm I'm, I'm gonna keep breaking this down because right now this is this is we all it's only gonna get more crazy than it as we keep going. So you basically have a form of intelligence inside of your heart that can function separately from the brain. But here's the caveat. It can also be harmonized with the brain. So it's literally like you have two brains. You have two thinking mechanisms, but they're they're, they're, they're one in the same, but yet they're, they're separate. They're one in the same, but they're separate. Okay, so here's here's why this is important, okay? It's because this is why you had to have your heart and your brain in line, okay? So my thoughts, my brain, or my conscious thoughts, my conscious mind. So I say, um, I am the best. I consciously thought that, right? When you affirm, when you do affirmations, affirmations don't work unless you're using both parts. You're using the conscious and the subconscious. We know that the conscious is responsible for our thoughts our subconscious is responsible for our feelings so what ends up happening is we say, I am capable. I am worthy. That's of the conscious mind. But what we have not done is, is we have not synced it with the other thinking mechanism of our heart. We have not created those neural pathways within our heart. So I can k- keep saying, I am worthy. I am the, I am enough. I am capable. I can, I can affirm that all day long, but it won't really matter until I create those same neural pathways in my heart. And the way I create those same neural pathways in my heart, it is through feeling. This is why you have the ability to have feeling or what we would call emotions, emotions, energy in motion. So when you have energy in motion, what's happening is, is you're taking the thoughts of your energy, which are electric. Think of it like this, a paper airplane, when I have a thought, it sends out into the ether, it goes out. And then when I have my heart in line with that, with the same feeling of that thought as if it has already happened, Jesus said in Mark 11, 24, whatever you ask for in prayer, that's intention-based thought, it shall Whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have already received it. Well, for me to believe that I'd already have to I would have already received it, that means I would be carrying myself in the present tense as if I already have it. And to carry myself in the present tense as if I already have it, that means I would be feeling the emotions of that thought. This goes on both on both ends. See, Jesus didn't say, the Bible didn't say, "Whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it so long as it is good." It said, "Believe that you have received it." Period. And so that goes for the bad things. That's why you get stressed out about your bills. That's why you get you, you worry and you worry sick all night about your kids, whether or not they're going to be OK. That's why you worry about if you are gonna get that next contract. That's why you worry about if you're going to make the team next year. That's why you worry about if you're ever going to get this promotion. That's why you worry about if you're ever going to have generational wealth or stop generational poverty. The reason why. Is because. Your heart is in line with your thoughts but your thoughts were of a lower vibration. You could have you have the same power, you have the same capability to transmute and alchemize that energy and come from a higher state meaning my conscious thoughts are positive and then I harmonize my brain with those with those with those positive thoughts. And now guess what ends up happening? Now I've created new neural pathways of positivity. And here's the beauty of it. Because your heart already knows what it is. Your heart already knows what it is. Your heart is on a hunt to see that these neural pathways manifest in your physical life. You're not even aware of it. It's below the surface. Think of it like the iceberg. We only see 10% of the iceberg that's above, but we don't see the other 90% that's below the surface. That is what your heart is. Your brain is the part that you see above the water, the ice part of the iceberg you see above the water, but the heart is the part that's below the water. So you tell me which one's more important. You see what I'm saying? So this is why it was important for you to feel the feelings of your thoughts. When you affirm, when you affirm yourself, you had to feel the feelings. I did this for like three months. I'm sitting here affirming myself left and right. I always went to the courthouse and changed my name to affirm. I was affirming myself so much. But guess what ended up happening? None of it worked. None of it worked because my brain, sorry, my heart wasn't in line with my brain. So I had these new neural pathways but my, in my brain, but my heart wasn't in line. So this is why it was so, so vital. What does the Bible say? I think Psalm 37, four, take delight in the Lord and the desires of your heart will be given unto you. Take delight in the Lord and the desires of your heart will be given unto you. Take delight in the Lord and the desires of your heart will be given unto you. Let me break this down for you a little bit. If you take out the word Lord and substitute it with mind throughout the the New Testament, the Bible is gonna read a little different. Why do you think when you point to your head, they call them temples? Why do you think they call them temples? Because they knew that this was what housed God. The mind of man is the mind of God in man. So they they revered thought. They revered the mind. Okay, Now, I'm not talking about the universal mind that exists outside of space and time. I'm talking about your, your physical brain that they thought was the seat of, of consciousness. So when you understand Psalm 37, 4, when it says, Take delight in the Lord, and the desires of your heart will be given unto you. Take delight in your mind. Take delight in your thoughts and the desires of your heart will be given unto you. The desires of your heart. It did not say the desires of your mind. Everything is going to be heart driven. Everything. Everything's going to be heart driven. So no matter what you are thinking, it did not really matter. That was just simply the mechanism to steer to steer your your feelings. It was what you felt was what mattered. I can sit here and say, oh, I'm enough. I'll always be enough. But if I feel like I'm not worth anything, that's what I'm going to carry out. That's what's going to manifest in my physical existence. That's going to be what I carry out. So it was vital for you to get your heart in alignment. So here's what's wild. Okay. They, they realize that these neurons in the brain scientists have realized that they store memory to the point where people, when people get heart transplants, people get heart transplants and say, like, I saw a case where, um, a lady or a guy had gotten a heart transplant from a donor. Well, the guy who got the heart transplant, he had never had KFC before. I know, that's a shame, but we won't judge. He had never had KFC before, but the guy who donated the heart, that was his favorite place to eat. So then once he got his heart, the new heart, the the the, the, the recipient got the new heart, he all of a sudden developed a taste and a love for KFC, but he had never had it before, and they couldn't figure out why. But they realized why, and it was because he was taking on the new neural pathways, the new neurons, the new memories of the donor. There was also another case, and and here's the thing: when you get a when you get a heart transplant, and I don't know how it is with other with other organs, but you're going to get a heart that's comparable to the same size and same age of whatever you are. Like You're not going to put a 40-year-old man's heart in a 5 year old body. It's it's going to be somewhere close. So there's a little 10-year-old girl that had passed away that had died. um, And she actually had had died of of murder. And her parents had put her name on the list to be a donor. And she went ahead and donated her heart. And the recipient, the young girl who's eight years old, received her heart. Well, after the girl's heart, after the girl's body had accepted the heart, and you know, as it's as her own, she started to have these reoccurring dream nightmares, really. And she kept having this reoccurring nightmare that she was running through the woods. She was running through the woods, and she would see at the end of her dream, she would see this man standing over her, and he would always say the same thing. And she could hear his voice just as clear as day. Well, her parents were overwhelmed, so what they she did, what they did is they took her to a psychologist. And the psychologist sat here and, you know, listened and listened and listened. And the psychologist realized that it, it sounded more like a memory than it did a nightmare, than a dream. It sounded like this was like something she was remembering. So they went out on a whim because they couldn't figure out what it was. They ended up having a forensic artist come in, you know, like the kind that draws sketches for um, like, uh, like crimes that happened. So this forensic artist drew out the dream. Here's what's crazy. They realized, authorities, the psychi- psychologists, realized that there was a man who was wanted for the abduction and murder of little girls. And that the, the, gr- the girl who was the, who was the recipient of the heart was, was basically describing from her dream the same picture, the same sketch of a man who was wanted. Well, authorities then they were on they were on the trail, right? They end up make a long story short, they ended up finding the guy who actually killed that ten year old girl who had donated her heart. And the reason why they were able to find her was because her heart, which had neural pathways and neurons that had stored memory, was now put inside of this other girl, this eight year old girl, and she was able to recollect these memories, which led to the arresting of this man. So here's my point of this. If that's not powerful enough to realize, to let you know how freaking powerful this heart is, your heart is everything. But you had to understand that it communicates differently to you than your brain. Remember, I told you it learns, it thinks, and it remembers uh, and it feels independently of the brain. So this is where intuition comes in. Intuition. Intuition. Tuition. To teach. To learn. In. Inside. The inner teacher okay the inner teacher that you are learning from it lives inside of your heart this is why we hear you have to follow your heart sweetie follow your heart no literally follow your heart because it thinks and it lives outside of the egoic logical reasoning mind so i'll go even a step further Okay. When I told you that you were a multidimensional being, and I'm not going to get into this. This is for another episode. I'm going to leave you on the edge of your seat about that fact that we live in a simulation. Okay. When you understand this, that you are a multidimensional being, meaning you have a physical body that exists within space and time. That's what we call the human part of you. But then you also have a being. The being is the quantum part of you, the part of you that exists outside of space and time. What we would refer to as consciousness, That we what we would refer to as the spirit, what we would refer to as the essence, what we would refer to as as, as uh, 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 the breath of God. This part of you exists outside of this physical world. And you can get answers from it. You can get prompts from it. You can get wisdom from it. You can get knowledge from it. You can get creativity from it so long as you know how it sounds when it speaks to you. And it speaks quickly. It speaks uh, quietly, really quickly. Quick, short. Don't get in that car. Make that call. Don't do it. Say something. It's quick, it's quiet. So, this is why it's important for you to go out in nature quietly by yourself and just sit out there and let the birds. Because what you're doing now is you're attuning your frequency. I do this three, four times a week. You are attuning yourself to the frequency of the being that you are living in. And I told you on the last couple of episodes that you were, you were actually just cells of Mother Earth. Just like you have these neurons, you have these heart cells inside your brain and inside your heart. You are that for Mother Earth. So when you go sit outside what we call grounding, when you go sit outside... You are now attuning yourself to her frequency. Now when I'm attuning myself to her frequency, I am now at a higher frequency. When I'm at a higher frequency, now I have access to those prompts from my quantum being that reside at such a high frequency. This is why you cannot see people's beings. Every once in a while, we'll see somebody's aura. We'll see somebody's energy bodies. But it's because you're it, it's, it's it's resonating at such a high frequency. You cannot perceive them with your eyes. So intuition was basically your teacher. It was your gateway from the quantum part of you that exists outside of space and time letting you know like, hey, do this. Nah, don't do this. Because here's why. I told you. Outside of space and time, every scenario already exists. So you already got all the answers. Good God Almighty. Ain't nobody trying to hear me right now. You're not trying to hear me. You already got all the answers. Literally. You got all the answers because all the answers have to already exist on the quantum level. But they don't teach you this this in school. It's out there. If you do the research, you'll find that it's out there. So when you need an answer, stop thinking it's outside of you. It can't be outside of you. It's inside of you. But you would have had to have tapped in through being quiet and being still so you could find it. This is why meditation was so powerful. I just got out of meditation yesterday and I go to my inner teacher. That's all I do. When I need answers, I go to my inner teacher. You know what it told me? You must be seen. You must be heard. You must be seen and you must be heard. You must be seen and you must be heard more. Why? Why do I need to be seen? Why do? Because there are people out there who need to hear what you are saying. They need it. They need it. This isn't for you, D. This ain't for you. It's for them. They need it. So you can help their souls along their journey. So if you're here right now, there's a good question. There's a good possibility. This is why. So this is why when I when I do my podcast, I go live on TikTok. This is why I developed an app and, and, and I'm going to have live streams. This is why I'm doing all of these things because I keep getting these prompts. You need to be seen. You need to be heard. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I'm not coming from the egoic place. That's not it at all. Sure, I'd rather just sit back at home and chill and eat bonbons and go sit outside all day. But my point of this is I'm following my inner teacher. And here's how you know it's an inner teacher. It ain't going to make no sense. <laughs> It ain't going to make no sense in the physical world. It will not make sense. Here I am today, right now. My life today is the best it's ever been. Today, because this is the only day that I have in this physical existence. Today is the best day that I've ever had in my life. And I suggest that you say the same thing, because yesterday doesn't actually exist anymore. And today, sorry, tomorrow doesn't exist. All you have is right now on this physical plane. Okay? So today is the best day that I have. What I didn't tell you is three years ago, I walked away from guaranteed income in a business that I had to start another business. I tried all I could to go against that. But that inner teacher kept prompting me and saying, go here, do this, do that. And then finally, I took that leap of faith and I did it. And this is why I'm sitting here with you all today. This is why we're sitting here sharing this time today. It was because I followed my inner teacher when I didn't even know what my inner teacher was talking about. I thought my inner teacher was crazy. Now I understand. So now that I know that voice, I know what it sounds like. And my inner teacher won't sound like your inner teacher. My intuition is not the same as your intuition because my, my being has a completely different life path. So I don't go by what somebody else tells me. I go by the way I feel. This is why you have emotions. This is why you have feelings. So the job, your job, the goal was to harmonize your heart and your brain together. So now when you can do that, now I take the masculine of the conscious mind of the brain and then I take the feminine of the heart. Now you have access to super informational processing. Now you you tapping into the real you, the infinite you, while you're on the physical plane. Oh my gosh! You mean that it's it's literally like becoming Superman or super or Wonder Woman. I was about to say Superwoman. I don't know if there's such thing. This is how you do it. It's through the heart. So heart brain harmony or heart brain coherence, as Doctor Joe Dispenza says it, it creates a conduit to your subconscious. It creates a conduit to your subconscious. And we know that the subconscious is what creates all. So now I can get my subconscious in line with my conscious. And now it's just flowing. It's just flowing. So when I say I am worthy, I am enough. I am capable. I will always be enough. I am him. I need nothing. I am everything. When you're saying this then your heart and brain or alignment, it's going straight down to your heart. And that's what you're going to carry out. That's what you're going to live from. So when you walk into a room, instead of you cowering and hoping that no one notices you, you're going to walk into what you, you're going to walk into the room with your head held high and your chest poked out because you are living from that subconscious thinking of I am enough. I am worthy. You see how this works. So when you have access to the subconscious through your heart, this allows you to create new patterns, new neural pathways, which then help harmonize your heart and your brain. So now that my heart and brain are in alignment, oh, good God almighty, get ready. Here we go. Now I have access to deep intuition on demand. I can go straight back into the boss's office. I don't have to go through the secretary. I don't have to go to the receptionist. I walk through the double doors through the corridor and I go straight to the boss's office. I go straight to the source's office. Right straight back there. And I get I get information straight from the horse's mouth. You see what I'm saying? So here's what... This is the metaphysical side, but the wild part of it is, when your heart and your brain are in alignment, now it kicks in 1,300, over 1,300 biochemical interactions for self-healing. 1,300 biochemical reactions for self-healing. This, my friend, is how you heal yourself and this is how you heal other people. So when you pray, do not be like the Pharisees and be praying in the courts where people can see you and hear you. That was not what prayer was. Prayer was when my conscious mind and my heart were in alignment and I had heart Brain harmony. So now whatever I was affirming and saying and praying as if it was already done, it was inside of my heart and these neurons were creating new neural pathways inside of my heart, which then triggered biochemical reactions, which then spurred the ability for me to start healing. Not only myself, but other people. And we've talked about this. You're able to heal other people through the same mechanism because this sea of energy that we live in. Dr. Greg Braden uh, d- d- calls it the divine matrix. This divine matrix, this sea of energy that you live in, it's all entangled. It's all entangled. Quantum physics has shown this. If I take an electron, and this is what they did in an experiment, they took an electron or photon of light, whatever you want to call it, they split it and then separated it from 14 miles. So, split it like a cell. Think of it like you split a cell and then separated from 14 miles away. And then you know what they realized? Whatever they did to one the one photon, that one that they had split, the same exact thing happened in real time to the other one. Which tells you that they're actually entangled. They're not actually two. They're two, but they're one and the same. So when you start living from the quantum realm, you start understanding that things may seem separate, but nah Jack, they're one in the same. So this is how you will create and manifest. Realizing, sorry, when I say create, and manifest, you're constantly creating and manifesting, but creating the life that you desire when you see that everything is connected. Everything. So the neurons in your heart create these new neural pathways or neurites to connect with other neurons, which then, like I said, create the neural pathway. So now, if you have a passing thought, it'll literally connect to a neurite and then it'll disconnect. If you keep having the same thought with the same feeling, it will create a new. Neurite, it's uh, our new neural pathway, and then, and then here's where it gets here's where it gets cool. Ready? Because I'm 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 all about like tangible things, like being able three days, seventy two hours. That's all. It takes about three days to grow a new neural network to allow you to embrace the new thing that you're trying to create. Good God, oh my! Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. It takes about three days to grow a new neural network to allow you to embrace the new thing that you are trying to create. Three days, that is it. So I will spend three days living from my end result already created and I will walk around and feel as if it is already done for three days. And here's here's how you know. When you think about it and you start to have these emotions, you get excited, that's when you know you're on the right path. I'm on the right path because I'm feeling like I already have it. I'm excited, my heart's open, my heart's swelling. When you I would keep doing this until you don't get excited anymore. When you think about it and your heart doesn't open, there's no excitement. So the reason why is because then you went from believing, good God Almighty, you went from believing to knowing. You went from believing to knowing. See, that's what this is where, where, where sometimes faith gets us messed up. Believing is not the end, is not the end knowing is the end knowing is the end cuz here's the deal we can look at santa claus you can look at anything you only believe in something that you don't actually know i just dropped the mic on that one <laughs> you only believe in something that you don't actually know when you know something there's a huge difference between believing it you believe in santa claus you believe In Jesus, you believe in Christian. You believe in all of these things that you don't actually know. You don't actually know. Some of us may, some of us may not. My point of this is there was another step of knowing. So when my son looks at me and says, "Daddy, how do you know so much?" It's because I don't know anything. That's why I know nothing. I know that I know nothing because I know nothing. I will seek to learn it. I believe nothing. I used to believe everything. Oh, I'm a believer. I have. I believe nothing anymore. Now that I realize that I have the ability to go and seek and experience it for myself, there's a difference. You believe something because somebody else has told you, but then there's a difference of you knowing it because you've experienced it yourself. This is what we had to do. So I could go on for hours and hours and hours about this. The whole point of this is your heart was everything because your heart doesn't filter through the ego, the conscious mind. The brain has to go through the loop, the endless loop of question and logic and how is this going to happen and will it work? Well, what if I need to have this job in line before I leave to go to this job? I need to make sure I'm making it. Your intuition is tapping into a source outside of space and time. So it was under to understand like how you actually create it, it was going to be from the heart. It wasn't going to be from the mind, the conscious mind. That's not where it was going to be from. They actually edited this out of the Christian church in the fourth century. You you had to begin with the outcome already done. You had to begin with the outcome already done. You had to actually work yourself backwards, right? You read the Gospel of Thomas, it it talks about this. We're quantum beings as well as linear, which is the mind. So the quantum being is the heart. The linear mind is the physical, the ego, the, 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 the animal part of you, but you had to live as the being first. This is why I'm trying to get... I need to go to Congress and start going by like we're called we should be being humans, not human beings. We should be being humans. So. I could go on for hours, like I said, but it's really about you understanding that your heart was everything. This is why you had to live your truth. You have to believe in your truth. You have to speak your truth. You have to be who you are, because who you are is going to be different from somebody else. Just like you got heart cells, you got brain cells, you got kidney cells. You got The heart cells don't try to do what the brain cells do. The kidney cells don't try to do what the lung cells do. They just they just do what they do. The same goes for you. You had to be who you were, but you had to first know who you were. You weren't this ego. That wasn't you. So I'm going to tell you this. And I want, you, I want to leave this with you. You never hear from me ever again. I want you to remember this for the rest of your existence on this earth. You must hold the future vision that brings you the most joy. You must hold the future vision that brings you the most joy. Because if it's, if it's joy, that means it's of the heart. And if it's of the heart, it's of the spiritual, the being part of you. And this was what was creating your reality. This was the image. The human was just the reflection. So I will tell you this. If you're listening to this right now, the DG Mindset app is available on all Google platforms. It is available right now on Google. We're still waiting for the confirmation, confirmation from Apple, but hopefully here within the next 48 hours, that'll be done as well. You can go to the DG, DG Mindset in your app store and download it. And I'm going to start adding a lot more um, stuff here within the next month. Right now, there's, a, there's, there's, there's guided meditation that's free. Um, and then there's also a paid subscription for $9.99 a month. That's all it nine ninety nine a month. I wanted to make it affordable. I wanted people to be able to interact with me. I wanted to be able to help people on a mass level. So this is why I created and tried to make it as affordable as I could for people. I have to tell you this and I have to remind you and I have to affirm you because sometimes we forget to do it ourselves. You're enough. You've always been enough. You always will be enough. Do not listen to the world, what the world tells you. Do not listen to what the world tells you. You need to listen to what you you tell you. I have a shirt on right now. I know you can't read it. But all it says is, you can only be whatever you think you are. You can only be whatever you think you are. Do not listen to what the world says. Go on a hunt to figure out you. Go on a hunt to figure out you. Follow your heart. Follow your heart. I know it's not going to make sense. I know it. I know it won't. I know it won't. I know it's going to seem scary. I know it will. It's only going to seem scary to the ego. And the only reason why it's scary to the ego is because the ego, logical mind, wants to stay comfortable. It wants to know all the ins and outs, but follow your heart. Your heart already knows what it is. It already knows what it's supposed to do. This is why you have it. It's five thousand more power. 5,000 times more magnetic than your brain is. Your heart is. This is the gateway. This is the secret weapon that you have. Use it. Follow it. I will see you all on the DG Mindset app. You will be able to interact with me. Lives will be on Friday every noon. Noon Eastern, sorry. Noon Eastern, you will be able to interact. We will have question and answer. Um, I look forward to to each and every one of you interacting with you. Anyone who gets on and um, subscribes of continuing this journey of better understanding ourselves and growing. But until next time, I wish you nothing but the best on the pathway to your results.